1: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile
1: banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for Curbside. He shoots, the score! With the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber. The score! by Randall's St. Louis's number one liquor store visit shoprandalls.com
0: alongside Alex Ferrario and Tanner Hendrickson I'm Brandon Kylie. let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity line to be joined by the voice of the blues he's Chris Kerber joining us here on the show Kerbs we appreciate the time how you doing today man I'm good. How are you Uh, doing very well? Let's talk about the blues because, uh, the game on Monday was frustrating. Um, I, there are some diverging opinions on how well the blues played in that game. It seemed like the team left the game thinking, ah, we, we played okay. Although the score didn't indicate that. How did you assess their game on Monday night against the Dallas stars? I thought they had a really good first period. I thought they had a a decent
1: second period. And then when the Dallas stars scored their goal, I re- I was real curious to see how the team responded. I was curious to see if we'd see the fragile response that we've seen a good chunk this season, or if we would see the third period Florida response. And I think unfortunately in the third period, we saw the fragile response and that that's the concerning and the alarming part to me, so I, it just told me that the team isn't quite it, it isn't quite confident in that style of play that they need to be playing just yet.
0: Curbs, do you feel like that there's an issue defensively with this team? Well,
1: I, I think there is, but I think you've got to be careful in how you like that. It's a bit of a loaded word because one might think that you're talking just about the players whose position is defenseman or even a goaltender for that matter. I think there's defensive issues with this team, Alex, but I think it's because, well, I th- there's probably two. One, they're not getting enough offensive zone time. So you could take a team that you know, even has a Norris Trophy winner on it, and when you ask them to defend in their own zone as much as the Blues are having to defend in their own zone, you're going to see more chances given up. So to me, it's, it's not about so much the defenseman as it is, I don't think the style of play is leading to enough offensive zone time or as good enough play of stopping the other team's transition in the neutral zone. That's causing the problem. So to me, that's as much on forwards as it is, as it is defenseman. Now, having said that, I, I, I don't think the defensemen as a group have been as good individually as they need to be, which makes them better as a team. I, I, I think there's room for improvement across the board in that front, but I'm looking more at the team defensive game as a style of play than I am looking at there's a problem of them missing one guy here or one guy there, if that makes any
0: sense. It does. Is part of that issue, Curbs, the the inability to hit the net, because I know Doug Armstrong mentioned that when they were in the midst of that eight-game losing streak and talked about how we're trying to figure out why this team struggles to hit the net so much. And one of the bigger examples the other night was Shen missing the net and it rimmed around the board and it was the odd man rush the other way.
1: Well, or, or look at what proved to be the massive back-breaking goal in that game was Mikola going to take the shot. It's blocked by the player right in front of him. They come down the ice, and, and, and Robertson scores a goal. And when Robertson, who's been on fire all season, really hadn't done anything all game, the, the Blues defensively had done a terrific job. Ronald O'Reilly's line did a terrific job against him. But, so, yeah, I, th- I, I think getting the shots on net is, is part of it. I think uh, also getting to the front of the net and creating a little more havoc. I, I thought they had some decent chances. And look, you, you can only, you're 22 games in. You you can you can t- you can only use the quote. Well, we're getting chances so many times before you have to start saying why aren't the chances going in or what has to still change because chances don't win games. Goals win games. And so to me, it's a positive that you're getting the chances. But are those chances leading to a second chance, a third chance? Are those chances leading to regaining possession in the offensive zone? adding more pressure on, maybe you're breaking down the other team defensively and they take a penalty, or maybe you have able to make a change in the offensive zone that leads to a goal. One chance to me with this team is not turning into three or four within the same sequence. And so whether that is regaining the puck off a rebound, I, we, I don't think they clearly didn't get to the middle of the ice enough in that last game, or if it is just hitting the net more, getting more puck freezes in the offensive zone, that leads maybe to some more face-off draws that you win. Whatever the sequence may be, there needs to be more of a concerted play style in that offensive zone. Now, here's the thing, and I said this briefly at the end of the game because I was quite brief, Alex. At the end of the game, <laughs> other than the last game. but uh, it was
0: a 50 second post game report. I respect hey, that, Curbs.
1: Y- yes, well, there I listened to those the next day, and this
0: one was easy to
1: load. <laughs> there was. Well that listen, every now and then there's probably just a two or three times over the course of the year where it's better to just turn things over to the next guy. Right? <laughs> and that's, what, that's exactly what I did and I wished I wished Alex and Joe good luck as I left the booth. But the um uh no but but here's the thing. I I, hear, I really do believe that, that this is this is the picture right now. I believe the St. Louis Blues can be doing what the Boston Bruins are doing. I believe the Blues are getting better goaltending from Jordan Bennington than the Boston Bruins are getting. I look at the the players that the Blues have on defense, and I'm thinking, okay, there's there's clearly greatness there, in my opinion. What I don't see with this team is the team taking over the team. What I don't see with this team is is them looking down the bench at each other and just saying we know what we have to do let's do it. There still seems to be too much of, you know, a great shift like, you know, the Ryan O'Reilly line provided in the Florida game that led to everybody's following that style. There's one shift where you'll see that and then it's an east-west shift the next one and then the third shift has to defend. Um I I think you really need to see just the team grab a hold of themselves and playing as a unit of five it is very clear in the winnipeg game in the edmonton game and they'll come back in florida right it's very clear frankly i thought they played a really good game in boston for the most part it's clear in those games the style of play that you need to play as a team you just don't have enough guys buying in to play that for 60 minutes and want to try different things and that fractures the team game and so to me it's not coaching uh, it's it to me. This really comes down to the players themselves deciding whether or not they're going to get on board and play a style.
0: Kerbs, the final question that I've got for the voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber, who joins us each and every Wednesday at one thirty right here on one hundred and one ESPN. I wanted to ask you about Tory Krug because I I, I want to say this on the front end. I think sometimes, a lot of the time, fans and media alike will focus too much on any one individual, right? Early in the season, it was all on Jordan Kyrou. He was the problem. No, it wasn't just Jordan Kyrou. The whole team wasn't playing well. And I wanted to preface this question by saying that because I don't think that it is all Tori Krug's fault. I am curious, though, because his time on ice has gone down significantly over the last two games. He's been playing closer to like 13 minutes at even strength each of the last two games. In the last one, that was basically the same as Callie Rosen he was like sixth on on the team among defensemen in time on ice at even strength is, is something up there in your opinion or what, what have you made of of Tory Krug's recent decline in ice time
1: well what I've learned over the years is the first thing and I, and I haven't done this yet so I wish I could give you a better answer on that Brandon but um we we know we missed a couple of games due to some injuries and we saw him go into the corner on that one game and kinda of grab, I thought it was his left arm. So I don't know I don't know what the injury situation is that could be limiting certain amount of play, right? And and a quick anecdote, I'll give you like go back to last year. Somebody might have said uh, Braden Shen doesn't look like the same player banging for the puck in the corner and yet we find out he was dealing with cracked ribs, right? So I don't I don't know if there is an injury situation here. I do know more specifically to the last two games I think you saw some ice time levels down a little bit also because you were dressing an extra defenseman. So that plays a little bit of a role in it.
0: But Kirby the, the played more ice time than he did.
1: Yeah, well, that's where I was just about to go with this. The one thing that I have noticed in the last couple of games is the increased ice time in Nico Mikola. And I think I and I think that's give Mikola some credit on that, is he's earned some of that ice time and that extra ability there. I think also we haven't seen it, you know, um, and, and some of that may be penalty killing for for Mikola as well. But, um, look, it, that's why I said in that previous comment, I think to a man, you know, maybe not just in fault, but I think even he would say it to him, I think to a man every defenseman on this team could be playing better. Um, I, I got to think, you know, I look back at that Florida game and, Tory Krug was minus two. At that point, he had been minus eight over the previous three games, including that period, and then he had a snapping moment. He got into the fight. His game turned around. He he got the two assists in the game, and and I think it comes down to, again, just individually every guy playing better. I, yeah, without a doubt, his level of play could go up, needs to be picked up. You know, I also think maybe this is one of those, do you start to see Tory Krug coming out for more of the offensive zone draws and use strategically for that. The defensive zone draws go the way of Mikola or something like that. I, I think that's all part of this maybe process of this year. But, um, yeah, I, I, I don't think, listen, level of play, yes, that is definitely a factor in why the ice time has gone down. Mikola picking his play up, that's a factor as well. But I I agree with your initial statement, too. I think across the board, just about every one of the defensemen can look at that and say there's got to be something better. As to why maybe his play has dropped, I I haven't had a chance to talk to him or Mike Van Ryan about that to give you a much better answer.
0: That's fair. Curbs, we appreciate the time as always, man. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. Enjoy the game tomorrow night against Carolina. It sounds like we're going to get to see Robert Thomas back in the lineup, which is uh, certainly a welcomed return for him. We'll talk with you again next week.
1: Yeah, it'll be great to see him back, guys. Uh, great job, and we'll, we'll we'll talk to you again uh, next Wednesday.